One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dory Shafrir. I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are not experts. We're just podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support, first and foremost, from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390, and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. All right, let's get it started. Sorry, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I just ate an apple. Maybe I have a lot of that apple energy going inside of me. Uh, yes, that apple energy. I love that apple energy. You've heard about apple energy, right, Tori? <laughs> yeah, totally. So let's kick it off with a Glossier expert. Love a Glossier expert. Okay, here we go. Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, my name is Catherine. I'm a listener from Wisconsin. And um, I... 
just had to pause the pod from like three weeks ago now um, when Kate was talking about her Glossier haul. And I'm a self-proclaimed Glossier expert. <laughs> self-proclaimed because it mostly just involves me buying all their products and uh, using them and then aggressively recommending them to my friends. Um, and so I was listening to Kate kind of talk about future do and like how to use it and the confusion of putting it on before or after sunscreen. Um, and so for future do, this is like one of my holy grail products that I would wear. Um, I basically wear every day when I'm seeing people, obviously during core, not necessarily seeing people. Um, so I use it with uh, the mascara, the lash slick and the boy brow. Um, it's kind of the three products I always wear for, um, in addition to sunscreen. And so, um, Glossier says to put it on after sunscreen, but Reddit, the subreddit for Glossier, which I just looked at recently and it's like pretty good. Um, everyone says to put it, to put sunscreen on after future do, um, so that, and it doesn't interfere with the UV. So I would probably recommend that way because, um, yeah, I trust the people that were, like citing facts about it and stuff. The other thing too, I noticed the hand creams episode and I haven't gotten to it yet. Um, and uh, you may talk about the Glossier hand cream, but I wanted to give my proactive review for the, the Glossier hand cream that they just came out with. Uh, it is um, not worth the price. It's like 18 bucks for 1.7 ounces or something like that. It smells amazing. It smells way better than even Glossier U, and that is also one of my Holy Grail perfumes. I have a lot of Holy Grails from Glossier. Um, it smells so good, so I would buy it again for that, but it's unfortunately, like, not worth the price for how often we have to um, put on lotion these days. Um, so, like, works well, smells amazing, price point and um, value is three out of five, I would say, like, total. So... Um, just wanted to give that review in case anyone else was considering it and didn't want to pull the trigger. Um, I'm happy to pull the trigger on any Glossy product and get my review. So happy to be that correspondent. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye. I love that she's volunteered to be our Glossier correspondent. Well, I, I need a Glossier correspondent in my life because I'm regretting not buying the mascara. Oh. People love okay. that Glossier mascara. Well, Kate, nothing is stopping you. It's just like the spending of the money that's stopping me. And I'm annoyed that I yeah. didn't buy it in my last purchase because it could have been included mm. with the free sh- with the shipping and, you know, that kind of stuff that holds you up. And I have yep. so many mascaras. Yep. Yep. What? Why is the Glossier mascara so good? I wonder. But people love it. So mm. I am tempted. I am tempted. I want to say I'm tempted. Anyway, I thought this was good intel. Great intel about the hand cream, by the way. Thank you. Totally. I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. From like a, from a Glossier expert who's a Glossier stan, not standing the hand cream. Like that's very transparent. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. All right. Moving on to a new topic. Listener writes, hi, K plus D. One topic I don't think the pod has covered is nipple hairs. Do you have them? If so, do you shave them, pluck them, or just embrace them? Would love to hear I'm not the only one struggling with the strays. So I used to pluck them. Um, but I stopped plucking them 
probably when I got pregnant because I was just like, who cares? <laughs> and I have, I don't pluck them anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of us have nipple hairs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, when I, I, I did feel at one point in my life that I was the only one, but mm-hmm. I have learned I'm not. So listener, you're not. I love to pluck them, but it's more like, it's not because I'm worried about people people being my husband like who who sees my boobs my kids and my husband um anyone being like ew like i'm totally down with my nipple hairs but there's they're just a real satisfying pluck they are you know what else i don't have great tweezers anymore i need to get some new tweezers and so that has affected my nipple hair plucking you make a good point because if you don't have a good tweezer Pulling out hairs is not satisfying. It's just irritating. No. It's like doesn't it's bring very you. irritating. Yeah. There's there's a pleasure in the pluck and you want to enjoy it. <laughs> there is a pleasure in the pluck. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. So yeah, you're not alone. I've never shaved them because I don't find shaving very satisfying and the grow back is annoying. And like who wants to be putting up blade near your like areola and your nipple that's my concern i feel like there's a there's a lot of potential for bloody areola <laughs> bloody areola that sounds like a, like a late 80s like a, like a punk band yeah like a new Riot wave Girl. band yeah <laughs> bloody areola it's my new my new band um yeah yeah embrace them we've all got them we've all got them they're beautiful all right, Dory, you want to hit yes. play on this uh, oh. this voicemail? Yes, I yes I do. Hey, Cat and Dory, this is Danielle calling from New Orleans, and I literally just got out of the shower, standing here putting on my serums and stuff, butt ass naked. And speaking of butt, on today's minisode, y'all were talking about the you know butt masks never hurt I forever lifestyle that we're living and ketchup butt masks and whatnot. And we all came back to the topic of gluttony because that's something that myself and a lot of other individuals struggle with. And as we speak right now, it might be a TMI, but I'm using some of the ordinary salicylic acid solution. And I put that on the butt cheeks and, like, my underbutt area where it kind of folds over and I'll get a lot of, like, sometimes folliculitis, sometimes ingrown hair, sometimes just straight-up butt acne. Sometimes I'll even put a little bit of that salicylic acid, like, on places where I know I'm prone to getting ingrown hairs. Um, I I put serums, at least those serums from the ordinary, because they're expensive, on my bum a lot, and it has really helped me avoid buttony. Like, I used to get the most painful, gnarly cysts, like cystic acne on my butt. Um, and I just want to shout out to, you know, the ordinary salicylic acid. And sometimes if I'm feeling sassy, I'll even use their lactic acid, um, which is allegedly a good genes dupe. Um, yeah, so that's a lot about me and my butt. I hope y'all's butts are doing great. Thanks for everything you guys do. You're like my big sisters. And shout out to Nicole, my former boss, who listens to the pod, who just heard a lot about my butt. All right, bye. What a great voice. So on so many levels. Hello to Nicole. So many levels. Former boss. I just I just loved standing here butt ass naked and speaking of butts. 
<laughs> Listen, I love when people call us butt ass naked. That is so totally delightful. And you know what? I actually really appreciate this voicemail because I've never, I've always gotten like butt sits and I've just been like, oh, well, like I've never thought about treating them like a face sit, but they're the same. It's the mm. same. Have you mm-hmm. like, have you ever been like, oh, I've got a serum this butt sit? I do not really get butt zits. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Breaking news? You I'm don't so- get butt zits? <laughs> Which is weird because I get a lot of face zits. And as discussed, I get zits on my head. But butt zits, like I will get the very occasional butt zit, but it's not. And I've never had back knee. Like that just does not seem to be an area that I that I get zits on. I'm sorry to say. It's okay. It's totally fine. I mean, but, I'm the first person to admit places where I get zits, but but <laughs> my butt is just so wait, weirdly not one of them. Riddle me this. Have you ever had a really painful, like almost cystic acne zit on your butt where it like hurts to sit because there's a zit on your butt cheek or no? No, but I will tell you that I do remember, I mean, this was years ago, having a butt zit and contorting myself in the mirror and popping it <gasps> yeah totally and it was very satisfying it's a good one that's a good one yeah yeah yep. i've just never thought about putting the like treatments on zits on other parts of my body but this is so logical i'm embarrassed that i've never totally. thought of it totally and you know the ordinary I, I wouldn't i wouldn't start putting like good jeans on my butt in part because it's really expensive. <laughs> um, but the ordinary is not that expensive. Yeah, so it's like a good price point. It's a good price point, as she points out. Um, thank you, Danielle. Yeah, for this. This was great. Voicemail. We really appreciated it. All right. Well, we have a couple uh, listeners who weighed in on Bumble BFF. Um, and I wanted to share both of these messages because I just thought it might be good for people to hear. This was um, a follow-up on friend making. So one listener writes, uh, hi, Katendor. Listener wrote in on the mini app about her friend situation and how she just has never had that many friends, which is kind of highlighted by her coming birthday. I agree with Kate. One thing you can do when you think about your friend situation is kind of acknowledge it and maybe stay in the present by saying, this is my friend situation now, and maybe let go of some of your heaviness of I've always had trouble making friends. Also, and maybe most importantly, I wanted to comment on Bumble BFF. I tried it for a while when I moved to a new city, San Francisco, since all of my friends for a while were guys and I wanted to cultivate some girlfriends. Like what I hear about dating these days, sometimes it feels like a lot of texting before actually meeting up with people, but I did find a few gems of people that I really click with and still continue to be friends with. Also, finding these two ladies led to more friends of friends. Maybe during the quarantine, you can hop on the app, get rolling, and engage in some messaging and try to find some people you would like to meet up with when that's okay again. Oh, great, great idea. I love hearing this. Great idea. um, Bumble BFF. So we had another another caller weigh in on Bumble BFF as well. Yep. Hey guys, this is Stephanie calling from Chicago. Um, I was just listening to the latest mini episode and I wanted to say that when I moved to Chicago about three years ago, I joined Bumble BFF and I met my BFF. Um, and shout out to Melissa because it is her birthday this Saturday. Woohoo! Actually, her big four zero. So happy birthday, Melissa, and love the pod. Thanks, you guys. Well, there you go. 
He made a BFF on Bumble BFF. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. So great. Yeah. So definitely dip a toe. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people are wary of apps, but like there's nothing to be wary about. Well, I mean, you met your husband on Tinder. Tinder? Is that what it's called? I did. I've never used an app, so a dating <laughs> app, so I don't know. It sounded really weird coming out of my mouth, like I maybe got uh, it wrong. No, it is It is Tinder, Kate. Yeah. App it up. App it up. Should we take a short break? Yes, please. Okay. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling 
Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just (laughs) going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. It's like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious dynam it can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio it can be learning to cook indian food or designing a space that you love masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors so whether you want to master like negotiation with chris voss or think like a boss with martha stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with petra collins Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. 
All right. We're back. Better than ever. <laughs> um, should I read this? Yeah. Share this email with a story. Okay. Hi, Kate and Dory. I want to start off by saying I feel so privileged for even complaining about this right now. I have a job with a salary and my health, and I know so many other people are struggling with way more serious things right now. But here goes it. I've been working at my dream job for the past five years. It's really hard and stressful, but also very rewarding and meaningful. I work directly with people in need, and I thrive off of that human contact, though it can also be draining. In the time of coronavirus, I've been working remotely, but most of my job really can't be done remotely. I'm on part furlough, and I find myself struggling to figure out what to do all day. I think I took so much identity, meaning, and purpose from my job, and now that it's not there and won't be back to the way it was for a long time, I don't really know what to do with myself. I guess I never realized how much of my self-worth was bound up in my work until it was gone. Any tips? I don't really want to be the kind of person whose only meaning in life is from their work. But at the same time, I can't really do some of the other things I'd like to do right now, like travel or spend lots of time with family and friends. What are some other ways I can find meaning and purpose right now? Wow, great question. Great question. Um, I would start by looking for volunteer opportunities. Yeah, that's, a, that's kind of where I was, where I was headed to. Um, you know, there's... There's stuff that you can do virtually. And then I think depending on what state you're in, I think some things are also opening back, back up for kind of limited in-person volunteer opportunities. And you can always do things like deliver meals to seniors or um, things that don't require, you know, close contact. Yeah, especially because this listener mentions that they work with people in need and they thrive off of human contact. Um, maybe there's mm -hmm. some way to find that um, in a volunteering opportunity right now. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be that's my biggest thought. And I th I think it is also good to reflect on the ways in which we find meaning in life and also I think define ourselves. Mm -hmm. I know I've had moments where I've left a job and it was like, well now what is my identity? And yeah. That's a very strange profound kind of loss and and feeling to think about. So I think this this can also be a good time for you to kind of ponder like what is who are you? What are your value your core values? Um where else do you want to find purpose in your life? And mm -hmm. Dory, but also isn't it kind of okay if your meaning in life is from your work? Totally. Like I think that's also like you're okay, Liz. Like that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fully okay. So give yourself permission for that to be okay. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Mm. Here's a long one. This is a fascinating email. I am dying. Mm -hmm. I am dying to know what you think about this. Okay. A listener writes in, I'm 32 years old. Excuse me. I'm a 32 year old who has finally found the love of my life after an extremely difficult seven year relationship that ended when I turned 30. After staying in that relationship for longer than I should have, I did break free and my life has changed night and day. I am incredibly happy without my ex and I am thankful every day that I found my current partner who was separated when we first met and is now divorced. We understand a lot of what each other has gone through and we just click. Okay. He and I have been discussing marriage and I am finally ready for this big step. We are also seriously talking about purchasing a home together. All of these major life events are now set within the confusing and scary context of the pandemic. We are quarantining together and are both still employed, thankfully. 
We are eternally grateful for the privileged life we have, which brings me to this question. My grandmother gave me her diamond engagement ring before she passed away while I was still single. She and I were very close, and she wore this ring every day. When she gave it to me, she told me explicitly that she wanted me to have it, but that it couldn't be my engagement ring because she wanted whoever would marry me to have to, quote, work to get me a ring, just as my grandfather did for her. She also told this to my mother, who helped my grandmother divvy up the jewelry with her prior to her passing. Now that I'm seriously considering marriage, I don't know if it's kosher to use this ring. It is in dire need of resetting, but the center stone is beautiful. I don't know how I feel about going against her wishes for this piece of meaningful jewelry. Will I look at it daily and feel the guilt of letting her down? Will it somehow be cursed? Or would she have wanted me to be happy and to be reminded of her whenever I glance down at my hand, knowing that this beautiful family heirloom continues on after her death? Resetting the ring is much more practical and cost-effective than buying a new one, especially given the current economic state of affairs, both personally and nationally, and our desire to save money for a house and maybe someday have a wedding. And yes, I do want a diamond, despite my best efforts to be more open-minded about such traditional tropes. I understand that this decision is a personal one that my partner and I should make together, but maybe you or your other fabulous listeners have gone through something similar and have the wisdom and hindsight of experience that you can share. A very interesting dilemma. I do have some thoughts. Let's hear them. Okay. I think you can sort of have your cake and eat it too in this situation. I think that you can have your fiance. Is he, he is already your fiance. Well, he's not officially your fiance, your fiance to be. Um, I think you can have him quote unquote work, which I I mean, I'm going to set aside the, the issues with your grandmother's edict because (laughs) she is of a different generation and she has passed away and I don't need to like litigate her. (laughs) like internalized misogyny but anyway um (laughs) sorry was that too harsh but like come on no i know um you know what i mean so i think you can honor her wishes by having your fiance to be um pay for the resetting and maybe you get like what are i'm so like jewelry ignorant what are the baguettes the 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 littler diamonds that sometimes surround a larger diamond. Is that yeah. what they're called? Uh, I, or like pave. There's all sorts of little things you can put. There's in all there. sorts of little diamonds that you can, that you can put around the bigger diamond um, on your ring. And I think he can pay for those and he has quote unquote worked for them, but it's not buying a whole new ring and wasting this beautiful diamond that your grandmother gave you. So that's my suggestion. Yeah, I agree with Dory. I also think like you and your partner have other things that you are, quote, working toward together. And like, I feel like your grandmother, uh, her idea that she wants your partner to, quote, work for something like, well, you're both putting money toward a home that you want to buy together. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think let me listen. Let me let me tell you something here. My mom, when she was dying, told me something that she wanted me to do. She like gave me some advice. And I was like, OK, this is like almost deathbed kind of stuff. You know what? I didn't I didn't follow it. And I don't feel bad about it mm. because I, I'm my own. I'm also my own person living my own life. And I can make 
different choices. You know, I, I just, I, Ooh, yes. I think it's, I think you know what is both the practical thing to do and the thing that you want to do. And I would do it. And that is like resetting this diamond. I mean, your partner could pay for the um, resetting too, you know, if, if it's really mm-hmm. that important that your partner contribute in this way to this ring. But truly, I think like you, the part of being in a partnership is that together you decide what your financial values are. And it sounds like you want to work toward a home and paying for a wedding. And if those things are more important to you than a ring, like so be it. You've got a ring. It's your grandma's ring. Yeah. Kate, I love that. All right. Um, This is another interesting quandary. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm a 30-something-year-old hospital dietitian, and I've been working remotely since mid-March related to COVID-19. The majority of my coworkers continue to work at the hospital, but our schedule has changed to have fewer people working in our offices at a time for social distancing purposes. I am working from home through a request for accommodation through HR as I have very severe asthma and was quite fearful that if exposed to COVID-19, I would likely not have a mild case slash fear the worst. Although I miss working in a quote normal way, I have not minded being at home because I'm naturally an introvert and my house is my happy place and can still do my work over the phone slash internet. The one thing that has really gotten to me is I feel significantly distanced from a few workplace friends. There's a group of us who regularly would hang out outside of work and have a group text that was pretty popular up until our schedule changes. Now, a few of my work friends are on a different schedule for me, and I've sensed an overall shift. Our group chat almost never has anyone sending messages, and the few times I've sent things, no one has responded. We have done one house party gathering that was fun, but overall, I get the sense that my coworkers are still that are still working at the hospital are annoyed by me or are resentful of my working from home. I think they think I'm being overdramatic for working from home at my age. None of them have any chronic health conditions. I know that a few of them still are spending time together outside of work and I'm having major FOMO. I also feel sad because I really considered them close friends and I'm not sure what has happened. I tried to reach out both individually and in the group chat when I was first at home, but I've gotten only a few responses here and there in return. And then after no one responded a few times to my group chat messages, I stopped contacting anyone because I didn't want to annoy anyone further. I've considered reaching out either to them all or individually to ask what I've done or if I'm perceiving things wrong. But knowing them, I think they would likely deny anything is up or maybe working together was our only connection and our friendship isn't as strong as I thought. I'd be happy to take any suggestions on how to approach this in a way that won't lead to things being too awkward when I eventually return to work in person. Hmm. <sighs> Where to even begin with this one, Dory? Well, I'm going to begin with these people suck. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. They suck. Why aren't they responding they, to you? They really suck. If they're you all work, you're all medical workers. So yeah. I would imagine that I would be shocked, though maybe not, to find out that they were angry at you or jealous of you or annoyed or not believing you for for working from home. You're uh, you're at high risk for COVID. I, uh, now, <laughs> now they could not be responding because, like all of us, they are stressed, depressed, scared dealing with many things that could be going on in their lives. 
and in which case, like, let's give them the benefit of the doubt that, you know, sure. that there could be other things going on that are not related yes. to you. But I think you can reach, you can do one more attempt at being like, hey, I miss everyone. I just want to check in and make sure everyone's okay because I haven't heard from people. Y'all doing okay? Like, miss you all. Love being friends with you. And if they don't respond again, I think you can, you can maybe reevaluate their meaning in your life. Because your your yeah. your suspicion feel like that what a what a yucky way for you to feel that they're all possibly I don't know I don't know it might it also like it, it oftentimes it's not at all about you so it's but I wish I would like them to let you know either way I don't know <sighs> go back to these people sectory I just babbled and interrupted you no I think I think you're I think you're right and you're you're right in that we should. Give them the benefit of the doubt and acknowledge that everyone is going through a hard time right now. And like, look, maybe they do feel resentful that you're working from home and they're not, you know, I mean, they shouldn't, but maybe they do. And I just feel like this is a thing where I think you just have to wait it out. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think that. First of all, I don't think reaching out to them to ask what I've done. I mean that like you have not done anything. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go down that path either. Yeah. I wouldn't go down that path. Um, I think you just have to say, you know what? We're in a really weird time right now. And it's possible that these are, these are actually just work friends. And when I don't see them, like they're not, they're not really friends, but maybe when we go, when I go back to work, then we'll go back to being friends. Mm. And that's okay. Like, like it's hard. To, it's hard to realize that your friendships have like limitations, or that your friendships aren't what you thought they were. But I think once you come to terms with that, and you just say to yourself, "Okay, these are work friends, and that's it," then it'll make things easier for you. Mm. Well put, Dory. Thanks. <laughs> Um, I mean, what do you do? You, do you think that that is? Yeah, I mean, you think that's bad advice. No, I actually think that's really good advice, and I I do think that work friends can be such a it can be such a strange relationship because you're you're together most of your days. It's sometimes really intense experiences. You can feel very close, and then often when you're separated, it's like maybe you weren't friends, or, yeah. or it's hard to maintain the relationships in the same way. Um, and that's okay. And that is okay. Um, I, I think like trying to communicate and figure out what's going on and giving everyone kind of the benefit of the doubt a little bit and then going from there. But if, but if, you know, if they are resentful or they have ghosted you, I think it's worth just checking in with yourself and saying like, is this, are these people, people I want to devote like deep friendship bonds with? You can still be friends. Right. You know, totally. Totally. And, you know, again, I don't know. This listener says they work at a hot, they're a dietitian. I have no idea the stresses that dietitians at hospitals are under right now. So there, there might be something, you know, I mean, this is a why, this is a crazy time. Yep. Yeah. So take it all, take it all with that caveat. Yep. All right. We're going to take one more break and then we shall be back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of 
our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay, um, Dory, we got this email and I'm dying to share it because I've been doing one of the things they told me to do. Great. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm one of your older listeners as I have a daughter about your ages. I wanted to weigh in on the toenail issue. Start taking care of them now as they just get worse with age. I have one foot with thick old lady nails. I started this year going without polish, starting when it is no longer sandal season in Texas. I think I will continue through the summer since nobody is going to see them anyway. I was told to use Vaseline on my toenails every day to moisturize. It is, it is cheap. And Kate, I know you have some. Oh, I do. I also coat my feet with Vicks Vapor Rub and wear socks to bed in the winter. Hope this helps. And thanks for the podcast and Daily Henry. Oh. So I've been putting Vicks Vapor Rub on my toenails. This listener is not the only person who weighed in about Vicks Vapor Rub. Wow. Do you see a difference or has it been not It's only been yet? like three or four days. They are feeling, okay. they are looking better. I also like scrub brushed them in the shower today. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I've never uh, never scrubbed my toenails before, but that's where I'm at in life right now. Wow, okay. Yeah, but uh, this was interesting. I do have Vaseline. I haven't slathered my feet in Vaseline, but maybe I'll also do that. But I have been doing the Vapor Rub, Vicks Vapor Rub. Listen, I am still loving my Amlactin foot cream. Do you put and it on I've every been night? Slathering it- yes, I put it on every night and I've been slathering it on my toe like on the toes and on the finger on the toenails Mm -hmm. 
And I think it's I think it's doing something. And my heels have never been so soft. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might yeah. need to yeah. pick that up too. All right. Should we hear this last voicemail? Yes, please. Okay. Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate and Dor. Um, This is a longtime listener, Aisha, all the way from Pakistan. I'm calling from the beautiful city of Lahore, which is also the cultural capital of Pakistan. So, you know, this whole corona, you know, it's affected um, everybody. And um, we're in the midst of celebrating the holy month of Ramadan, which marks, um, which is marked by fasting from, you know, sunrise to sunset. And later this week, we will be celebrating the end of Ramadan with a three-day festival called Eid. But basically, you know, you uh, go full out in the celebrations, buy new clothes, shoes, um, lots of cooking, lots of food, lots of family lunches, dinners. And as you can imagine, none of that's happening right now. So it's like Christmas has been canceled. Um, So, you know, it's... um, very disappointing, especially, you know, when your kids are looking forward to celebrating and um, getting gifts and, you know, just being together with family. So, uh, um, you know, we're just going to do the best we can uh, celebrating at home. Maybe, you know, get some henna, um, put that on, get some, you know, you know, still get some new clothes and put them on, take some pictures and have a small lunch at home. So, you know, it's... Um, it's really, really disappointing, and, and we're very sad that we'd be celebrating without family, but, um, you know, it is what it is, uh, and each remember, definitely. So just thought I'd let you guys know how we're coping all the way over here. Um, thank you so much for the past podcast. Love both of your podcasts. Listen to them obsessively, and really have, you know, listening to everybody's pandemic stories and issues and the way they've overcome them, overcome them has really, you know, um, giving us a sense of community, um, global global villageness, so to speak. Uh, keep it up. Thank you so much for the pod. Thank you. Oh, listener, thank you for sharing this. Um, this must this sounds so hard. Yeah, really hard. Yeah, and 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 it sounds like you are approaching it as optimistically as possible, but that is such a, a deep letdown. Especially you mentioned yeah. your kids, this feeling of of not being able to celebrate, not being able to be with friends and family and in, and enjoying this coming together in the, the way that you normally do it just is crushing. Yeah. I'd love to hear how our other Muslim listeners are navigating this. Yeah. Yeah. And we wish you a happy Eid. Yep. But yeah, thank you for this. And also, this is another one when I, I mean, I'm so touched that's, that someone in Lahore is listening to our podcast. I know every time someone yeah, calls from, so cool. from out of the States, I always act like I can't believe it, but I can't believe it. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. I would like to travel the world again one day, Dory. Right? Same. Okay. On that somber note of me okay. wistfully remembering <laughs> travel. Thank you all. We appreciate you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. But Max never 35 forever. And butt serums too. Yep. Bye.